Welcome to the Cyber Guy Podcast. I am your host, retired FBI Supervisory Special Agent Darren Mott. And in this episode, we talk holiday shopping safety, plus we review some of the key news items in the week, including a new phishing scam regarding the new Omicron variant of COVID, and talk about some other things. Our guest today, Scott Agenbaum, author of The Secrets to Cybersecurity. Him and I are going to talk about the how to stay safe during this holiday season. So I want to thank everyone for their patience uh, as I was dealing with some technical difficulties for my past for the past couple of weeks. That's why there hasn't been um, a podcast in like two or three weeks. So I had my I use a road road <laughs> a Rodecaster Pro uh, device to record my podcast and now to do the video to help with the video and stuff like that. And so uh, I had some issues with it making this strange sound. So I had to send it back to Rody and they sent me a new replacement. And so now we're all good to go. Um, you will also be able to find this particular um, episode on YouTube. I have a new YouTube channel that has um, episodes. I'm going to record, obviously, the podcast version of this uh, as well as a video version. So you can check out the videos version of that on YouTube. If you look up Cyber Smart, you'll find all of the videos for this, the Cyber Smart podcast, and some other stuff I throw in there as well. I'm also working with a new camera for this week. So I'm still dealing with my camera issues. So if anybody knows how to deal do camera stuff, uh, I would be happy to pay for your assistance to help with that because I'm still working through trying to, to get the camera pieces to work. But let's take a quick look at some, some particular news items. One thing I want to point out uh, up front or talk about first is the, some issues with email that I've been seeing that I assume is probably happening to a lot of folks since it's now holiday season. We are, uh, as I'm recording this, we are less than three weeks away from Christmas. Uh, and so getting a lot of different emails about a lot of different things. Uh, and I know they're all scam emails. I can kind of pick them out. They're really easy to see. But if you're not, you know, if you are not dealing with cyber issues all the time, then it may not be something that you're particularly familiar with. So I'm going to show here a um, my email, and I'm going to show you an example of one of these particular emails and why they're, they can be suspicious. So let's go to this first one. It says, the title is personal loan up to, I don't know, $15,000 fast lender approval. So if you look at this, and I apologize for the on YouTube for the glare on my screen, when I come to a white screen, it kind of Fuzzes out my screen, but whatever, who cares? If you look at this, so um, it's an email that uh, appears to say, hey, I'm, I'm approved for a low 3.99% APR loan rate. Hey, yay for me. But if I look up at the header information, it's kind of suspicious. So it's it says personal loan pro, but the email ad address is sunnolborundis633 at gmail.com. That does not sound like a legitimate business email to me. If you look at who it goes to, this is going to my email address, which is darren.mod at gmail.com. And where it's going to is neither one of those email addresses. It says darrenhg at aol.com and darren at aol.com. Somehow those emails are getting forwarded to my Gmail account. I'm getting this and a ton of other ones. Here's another one, Sharper Audio, um, coming from gunzondi76 at gmail. Same thing, Darren S at aol, darren at aol. Um, and if you look down on this, it's obviously a cut and paste job down here. It says, if you prefer not to receive emails, I'm subscribed here. I'm not going to click that link. If you click that link, that can be certainly very problematic for you because it may download malware, may do a host of different things. And so just to give you some other examples here, um, that one actually is a legitimate email. Here's one that says, um, we buy homes for cash. Someone wants to buy my house, which for where I live, that does kind of make sense simply because 
where I live, there are a lot of houses for sale um, because it's a very booming retail market. And so uh, that would make sense to me. But it, obviously, I know it's a scam email, the same thing. So I, I just I say all this to make the point where in the holiday season, you're going to get tagged with tons and tons of different emails uh, over the course of the next several weeks. So just be aware. Chances are a lot of them are, most of them probably are scam emails. I had to set up a filter in my email. So now if it comes to Darren at AOL.com or from Darren AOL.com, it goes into my trash immediately. So I won't see them anymore, but something um, you may also want to um, think to look at. So let's take a quick look at um, a news article here. Um, So this is cyber criminals using fake advertising to distribute malware. This is from techspot.com. Um, it's from today, uh, which is, uh, what is today? December 5th, uh, 2021. And it basically is a Jer- Jimmy Pizzoni reporting. So cyber criminals are constantly analyzing the technology space for new ways to exploit users and obtain their personal data. In the past, phishing attacks have been leveraged to trick users into providing sensitive information by posing as credible source and requesting the usable user's data. But according to Cisco's Talos Threat Intelligence Organization, a new malicious campaign has been gaining traction as an effective method to harvest information from unknowing users. This is known as malvertising. Um, So it's a specific campaign known as Magnet, M-A-G-N-A-T, which uses fraudulent online advertising to trick users that are searching for legitimate software installers. The Cisco Threat Intelligence team believes the Magnet, Magnet program or campaign may have started in late 2018 and targets users in Canada, the United States, Australia, several other user nations. So I, I make this point or I highlight this particular article to make the point that bad guys are constantly looking for new ways to use technology to get you to click on links to steal personal information from you. So this is just another reason to be very careful as you're browsing the internet. If you're looking for software that you need to download I've done this before where I, I just last week I had an issue with a hard drive. I was looking how to recover data from a crapped out hard drive. So I found a bunch of different recovery programs. I ended up finding one that I could buy for 90 bucks and I recovered my data. But all that to be said, I did a lot of searching for software to help me with this. And so a lot of the sites were download sites. And this is what malvertising does. Looks for you to go to the wrong site to download what seems to be legitimate software, and then you end up putting malware on your system and it ends up you know, causing you a host of pain and other issues. So another key news article here just to be aware of, and this is not, should not be a surprise to anyone, but obviously the big news of you know, the week or the month or the day or whatever is the existence of COVID Omicron, the variant that is you know, starting to run its way around the world. So Already, this is from ThreatPost, Omicron phishing scam already spotted in the UK. This is Becky Bracken reporting from December 3rd. The global pandemic has provided cover for all sorts of phishing scams over the past couple years, and the rise in alarm over the spread of the latest COVID-19 variant Omicron is no exception. As public health care professionals across the globe grapple with what they fear could be an even more dangerous COVID-19 variant than Delta, Threat actors have grabbed the opportunity to turn uncertainty into cash. So essentially, you know, you're getting an email that's, let's see if it even says what it says. It says, oh, um, let's see. Sent by text, email, and even offered over the phone, threat actors are contacting people across the UK, offering them what they say are new test kits specifically designed to detect the Omicron variant. It is only a matter of time until this same thing pops up in the United States. So, 
and it, going on, it says, and, and this is from the particular email, NHS scientists have warned the new COVID variant, and they spelled it COVID wrong apparently, spreads rapidly, can be transmitted between fully vaccinated people, makes jabs less effective, one, smishing, one phishing email described. However, as a new COVID variant has spread, has quickly become apparent, we have had to make new test kits as the new variant appears dormant in the original test. So they use people's fear of COVID to get them to click on links, download stuff, you know, do all sorts of bad things. Why do they do it? Because someone always clicks a link. Said this many times and many other podcasts will continue to say it going forward. But obviously the big issue um, or the reason that bad guys win is because it's very easy or it's very, they are successful in getting people to be susceptible to the stuff that they send, click on links and things like that. So be aware if you get a COVID email, chances are it's a scam. I would ignore it. Tell your, your, your friends, your neighbors to ignore it all that kind of stuff. Before we get to our, my interview with Scott Angenbaum and talking about how to stay safe during this holiday season, one thing I'd like to note is that I recently put a video up on protecting seniors. Um, it's from uh, my beta Get Cyber Smart program that I've been running. Um, I've got about 30 people that are doing this. Um, for It's not costing them anything, but they are, I'm providing them with cybersecurity information on a monthly basis. So the first video for December had to do with protecting seniors, and I thought it was so important I thought it's very important that I put that particular video on YouTube as well. So if you go to the CyberSmart YouTube channel, you'll see that Protecting Seniors video there. Um, it's a brief video, so it's not lengthy. Uh, the idea being, ultimately, there will be a longer um, there will be a longer Protecting Seniors program that I'll put together down the road, but uh, we're not there yet. But this is kind of just a basic how to protect seniors. Share it with your older relatives, your older family members, because if they get a little cyber smarter, they'll get a whole lot cyber safer. So again, as always, my honor to welcome to the podcast, Scott Augenbaum, a frequent contributor to the podcast, the author of the Secret to Cybersecurity book, world-renowned author who's traveled the world to talk about cybersecurity, and he is here to bless us today to talk about how to protect yourself holiday shopping. Scott, welcome back. Thanks for having me. You know, I figured out what really is the secret to cybersecurity. And it is? There is none. You have the, it, it, it could all easily be prevented. I mean, that's all what the drama is all about, that the secret isn't within all of us, that none of us really, a majority of the stuff that we deal with easily could have been prevented. So that's why the holidays is so important to really reinforce this information that you provide every single week to your audience. And thank you for having well, thanks. So let's talk about first, what is the, so here we are holiday season. Um, I, in, earlier in the episode, I talked about there's a new email for the Omicron variant. So there's new phishing email. So what can we expect from a phishing email perspective? What are the uh, highlights of cyber scamming? What, what are we looking for here? Well, I kind of call it cyber criminal Tuesday. That's when the cyber criminals pick up their game. It's a holiday that I invented, and why do we call it Cyber Crime Tuesday? Because we have Black Friday shopping, and then we have Cyber Monday. Last year, with the COVID-19, a majority of us were shopping at home. A majority of us loved it, and this is like, great, I'm going to do all my shopping. I don't have to go to the malls anymore. It's hurting the retailers, but it's really, really helping the online businesses, and it's also helping another group of individuals, the cyber criminals. So that's why I call it Cyber Criminal Tuesday, because during that holiday weekend, probably about 175 million Americans went shopping online. 
end between that period. So cyber criminals take off, they're resting, they have all of these emails that they picked up on the dark web. And Tuesday morning is the start of what I call the cyber criminals holiday season because everybody is going to get an email from Amazon, Best Buy, Costco, UPS, uh, FedEx saying that your product is either out of stock or it is delayed in shipping, or it's your bank and it's your credit card information. With 175 million people shopping uh, during the holiday season weekend, Darren, the numbers game is high and the odds are in favor of the cyber criminals because what percentage of the population would fall for something like that? 50, 60%. Easy. Easy. And it depends, on, it depends on age group, of course, obviously, because the older you are, the less aware you generally may be. Well, I take that back. That's not really probably correct either, because certainly the millennials, the Gen Xers have a lot less operational security when you look at cybersecurity in general. And, you know, unless you are in the cybersecurity world, it's easy to fall for those things. Operational security is not a term that I use because people are waiting for holiday packages. Mm -hmm. Think about it. You get the deal of the century. You get something. You go to Amazon. You go to Best Buy. You go to any of these retailers. Tuesday morning, you're going to get an email. I don't care how old you are. If you're not really aware that email is the number one weapon of choice by the cyber criminals, there's a good chance that you're going to get lulled into that false sense of security. Think about how many of us are waiting for last minute holiday shopping gifts. And we start going shopping and all of a sudden we get something on December 22nd, again, from maybe it's your bank or maybe it's saying that it's from Amazon, saying that your charges didn't go through and you only have three hours or your product's not going to get there. Remember, they're using this sense of urgency to get us. And a lot of us are feeling guilty during the holiday season. And imagine if, you know, your kid goes to you and he wants that pair of Nike sneakers and he tells you on December 22nd that he wants it. And then there's an uh, something happens that's going to prevent that from occurring. We just have that knee jerk reaction. So I want everyone to realize this. You probably will be. Uh-oh. You probably will be fish during the holiday season. Looks like a power Or your light will go out. <laughs> but just be aware. Being aware is probably the most important thing. This is going to happen. Awareness is half the battle. But we talk about email. What about the text message? What about those text messages that are going on right now where you get a text message from your bank? And the cyber criminals are just blanketing everybody and saying, hey, your Chase account or your Wells Fargo account has um, someone tried to do an illegal purchase with it. A lot of people have that. They're going to click on that link. And especially when we have this mindset not to do things with email, it kind of goes out the window when it comes to text messages. And what's the last one, Darren? Telephone calls. Again, now, I was talking to a woman the other day, and she gave me a great scam that occurred. And think about how we would handle this. You get a telephone call that appears to be coming from your bank, 
it says the bank name in your caller ID. And then the woman or the customer service rep says to you, hey, uh, so-and-so, they know you by name. Why? The bad guys have all your information on the dark web. You may have provided your telephone number. They send you that email and they ask you to verify your name and date of birth. And you say to them, no, I don't want to do that because I don't really trust you. And they say to you, hey, why don't you just pull out the back of your debit card or your credit card, look at the telephone number on the back of your card, and then compare it to the caller ID. I mean, think about that, Darren. I mean. Well, even worse than that. So they do that. And when they're on the phone with you, they say, look, we need to confirm your account. So you're going to get a text message from us to just give us, tell me what the number is to confirm your account and what they're doing is using your multi-factor authentication because they probably already have your password. So they're getting they're, they're trying to log in on their end. You get the text message and you tell this customer service person, my, the, the text message number was 7652. And then they have access to your account. Absolutely, game over. As I always like to say, cyber criminals have your information. So what do we need to do? We need to be aware that email is the number one attack vector. We need to think before we click. We need to think before we act. And we have to have the same mentality or the same cyber secure mindset when we are getting text messages and especially telephone calls. But even if you do that, that's only part of the equation. There's still other ways that cyber criminals can attack you during this holiday season. And how can they do that? There's billions of usernames and passwords that are on the dark web. So take an inventory. What accounts do you have that are banking, finance, or maybe shopping? Are you using the same password for multiple platforms? 66%, Darren, of the population uses the same password for multiple platforms. Bad guys grab one off the dark web, then they can rip through all of your accounts. So make sure that we are not using the same password for, for these accounts. Make sure we have separate passwords. And please turn on the two-factor authentication. Such an important, important thing. And so we have that. So now we're safe, right? No, there's still a couple of other things over here. So tell me, Darren, what do you think? What, what, what would be your next holiday shopping tip? Uh, understand that chances are that you can't, well, I'm going to, I'm going to steal one of your truths off of your truth list. Cause you sent me, you sent me So obviously the first truth is no one expects to be a victim. So people will shop online pretty much haphazardly because they think nothing's going to happen to me because I'm protected, blah, blah, blah. And the funny, th and so you mentioned earlier that 175,000 people shop or 175 million people shopped online over the black Friday weekend. How many of those numbers are continuing to shop from now till the end of the end of the holiday season. And so the, the problem doesn't resolve itself simply because Black Friday and Cyber Monday are over. Oh, no, it's going to continue up until Christmas. It'll continue. But this is a time now that we're purchasing so many things. So here's some other advice that we need to have. Make sure you're looking at your bank statements pretty regularly. Mm. Look at your credit card statements pretty regularly. Log on online. Make sure you have two-factor authentication set up on those accounts. I'm getting text messages again, but they never say to click on anything. They're always telling me when I have a purchase. 
Another thing too is do not use your debit card when shopping online. There's way too much risk. What is a debit card? A debit card is what looks exactly like a credit card, but it's attached to your banking account. So every time you use it, you take money out of your checking account. Now, some of the so-called financial gurus will tell you that this is an unbelievable way mm -hmm. to stay on top of your finances, but to me, it's way too risky. And you're talking- Why about, is that? Hold on, you're talking the debit cards that aren't affiliated with Visa or MasterCard, right? You're talking- No, about they, still, they still are. Uh, remember, every debit card is affiliated with Visa and MasterCard. Right, so- but if you, so if I use my debit card that has the Visa logo on it and I get scammed, you're telling me that it won't, Visa's not going to cover that up to 50 bucks or whatever the, whatever their thing is? Oh, so let's go through this whole scenario over here. You'll probably get your, but let, let's go through this scenario here. Let's say I use my American Express card and American Express calls me and says, Mr. Augenbaum, did you just purchase $1,800 worth of merchandise in Manila? And as a guy who cannot answer a yes or no question without a long story, all I have to say is, what do you think? Mm -hmm. And then we'll a dead silence. Okay. They go like this. Thank you, Mr. Augenbaum. Okay. Now, Darren, you used your Visa card. You used whatever it is, this piece of plastic that's hooked to your checking account, and you're gonna tell me you used it as a credit card. All of a sudden, your bank calls you up and says, Mr. Mott, we wanna tell you that $1,800 is out of your credit, is out of your bank account. Now let's look at the difference. I have $1,800 in charges on my credit card, oh, yeah, yeah. and you got $1,800 on your debit card, out of your bank account. So, okay. So the bank tells you, listen, it's not a problem, Mr. Mott. Please come down to our office and please make sure you file your police report and make sure you file the affidavits that you don't have that. And I'm going to tell you, Mr. Mott, you're a really good customer and probably in about maybe 14 days to 60 days, we're going to put all that money back in your bank account. Now, your question to the bank is going to be, I just had $1,800 in bad inbounds check fees. And the bank's gonna go, Mr. Mott, you're a great customer. We're gonna reimburse you for those fees. What about the fees on the other side, Darren? Who do you I, think, yep, yep, who's yep, responsible yep. for that? Yeah, I believe you are. All right, so use your debit card. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I got you, I got you. you. Know? All right, just want a confirmation, I got you, I got you. Listen, I'll put it to you this way, the banks hate when I say this. Mm -hmm. because the banks are making you 3% on that. That was something that the banks figured, you know you're old if you remember what an ATM card is. Now, let's be honest, mm -hmm. I have a debit card, I need to use a debit card, but I really am very, very careful. I'm careful with the amount of money that's into it. When my retiree pension check comes into it, I just leave a little bit of money and move everything out. So I don't worry about that, but there still is a lot of risk. Get a credit card without any, without fees and use all of that towards points or cash back. That's the advice I give my friends and family. Yep. That's a good one. And I find myself now, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a habitual debit card user. I'll be honest. Part of it thinking, I know what I'm doing. So I think I'm safe, but I've, I've moved more to using it on a, like a Marriott card because I get points so I can get 
free hotel room. So, it, I mean, I pay it off. So it's not a big deal, but you're right. So and I, I understand there are people out there who do not have the ability to get a credit card. And that's right. something that I need to figure out here because Darren, it would break my heart when uh, I would have to deal with someone who now all their checks are bouncing. It's a lot of financial stress. So on the point of cybercrime, that's why you get so much more protection if you are using uh, that. Another one someone said to me is, you better make sure that when you are shopping at a website that it has the HTTPS in the upper corner over here. And I go, it's great. Only shop at reputable websites. Why is that? Because when you go out and you're looking for that deal that looks too good to be true, the cyber criminals are going to go to one of these online uh, we, places where you can set up a website. You can have one that looks like a real site. And you know what they all do? They put HTTPS in the corner over here. Mm -hmm. So it looks like it's a secure website because the bad guys, when they are stealing your credit card information, they do not want anyone else to steal your credit card information. So make sure about that. I shop online all the time. Make sure you're going through reputable websites. So, so, so on that note, do you recommend that people invest in NFTs this holiday season? I, I will talk about that on another uh, scenario. <laughs> oh, I got a great on. story. I got a great story <laughs> on that that I have to work on. One of the things that I really would be careful about is cryptocurrency. Yeah. If you are going to buy, there is a ton of cryptocurrency scams out there. We're going to cover a whole segment on that because I have amazing I have an amazing story about uh, yeah, we, someone very close to me honestly, getting ripped off. Right. We need to do a whole cryptocurrency um podcast not on how to use it or what it is or what it what it means but how to protect yourself from it and how it's you know yeah if you are if you are keeping your cryptocurrency on the the, the service that you converted your dollars to bitcoin or whatever then you are basically saying come come take my money please so but anyway that's a we'll do that at a different podcast. well and no and that would be a fascinating discussion because there is uh, so many of these platforms that are out there that are holding your cryptocurrency and I need a majority of them are as real as they could go. But once, and that's why when I tell people also, and think about cryptocurrency in the same way as if you're using something like Google pay or Venmo or, uh, well, any of those platforms, when you move transactions, if you're going to go buy something like on the Facebook marketplace, and somebody puts an ad up and says, hey, you can get this because my wife just did this, bought this amazing coffee machine that somebody used once or twice and got it for like one-tenth of the price. If you send someone that transfer the money right away before you get your hands on the goods, it's the same thing as giving cash. So make sure we're not doing that, especially, you know, on these really looks too good to be true deals on the Facebook marketplace, when we're buying things with any of these other types of platforms. And that goes to the same way with crypto, because once you move something from one crypto wallet to another in exchange for a transaction, you don't know. So my advice when we're dealing with crypto is go into something such as Coinbase, uh, if you're going to you know, if you're going to play with it and set up the two-factor authentication. Absolutely. So let's talk about, um, oh, there goes your lighting. Keep going. So, so one of the things you, 
is is your your calling card is people can keep themselves secure without having to spend a lot of money. I think people who may be listening to this who want to keep themselves, keep their family members safe during the holiday season probably think, well, it's probably too hard because I probably got to buy a whole bunch of stuff and, 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 and put stuff on my computer and it's just too expensive and I can't do it. Why are they wrong? Tell, tell, them, tell them why they're wrong. Well, they are wrong because during my career, about 90% of bad things uh, that have occurred easily could have been prevented. Really? I mean, it's all about having that cyber secure mindset. It's being aware of the different scams. Uh, we're going to put a link in the show notes to a document that I put together. Everything you really need to know to keep yourself safe during the holiday season. A majority of things. Uh, what we're dealing with today in the world of cybercrime that's impacting a majority of the end users and small businesses happens to be an account takeover where bad guys steal username and password and they get access to your accounts and your accounts have your money or anything else of value. And the other thing is social engineering, which we talked about. I mean, those are the two real big things that I see today that cause a majority of the cybercrime victimization. And with more and more people having access to computers, and now as I'm starting to deal with my 16-year-old who's setting up crypto wallets and all that stuff, more people are getting on. They don't have the experience. They don't have the cyber secure mindset to understand these types of frauds. So being on top of the frauds is really, really important. And also, you know, to me, there's nothing you can do. You need an antivirus product. You need antivirus, it's just that simple. But Scott, you said that I don't need to spend money to stay safe. All right, in the show notes, I'm gonna give you a way to contact me. I'm gonna get you a copy for one year of PCmatic's award-winning uh, antivirus software. They're their only software product that is made here in the United States. And they have something known as application whitelisting, which is very, very important in the fight on ransomware. And a lot of people say, Scott, you've never endorsed any products before, but I don't really ever believe in anything. But I think everybody here needs an antivirus product. Darren, are there any other US-based antivirus products? Nope. No, there, so there used to be, but they got bought. Out, they got bought out, so they got they got they got acquired. Yeah. So we'll also put a link in the show notes to that, so anyone who wants to take advantage of that great offer, because you know Darren and I both retired from the FBI with doing what we love to do, and it was just, I mean, Darren, sum it up in your words. How many times did you have to deal with situations where? that fit into the four truths. They didn't expect to be a victim. We couldn't get their money back. Nobody could go to, we couldn't send the bad guys to jail, even though the FBI and Secret Service is doing a killer job in the past couple of months with putting some bad guys in jail, but it's not stopping the problem. But most stuff could have been prevented. How much of the stuff that you dealt with in your career could have been prevented? 95% of it or more, 99% of it. It's, it, all, it all could have been. And, and that's the the one about no one expects to be a victim. That's the the the... The big refrain everybody says, we never thought it would happen to us. That's it. That's what it's all about. And I mean, that's why we want you to, first of all, to keep your lights on during this holiday season. (laughs) (laughs) uh, To uh, just stay safe and, you know, just want to give you the tools, the knowledge and just trying to figure this all out. 
All right, Scott, I appreciate it as always. We will talk again about crypto down the line. We will talk maybe in the future about some of the other projects we're working on. Thanks for taking the time on this Sunday after you uh, after the football games were over. And we will uh, we will talk again soon. I appreciate it. Great. Thanks, Darren. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Cyber Guy podcast. I appreciate everyone's patience again for waiting for me to get over my technical issues. I appreciate those who have gone to YouTube to take a look at this video. I appreciate Scott Ogenbaum for being on this episode and talk about how to keep your family, your friends, your, your neighbors, everybody safe during this holiday season. We will be back again next week with another new episode. I hope that as you go through your week, you remember knowledge is protection. And listening to this podcast and other podcasts like it, help you provide that knowledge. Know the threats that under, rather, let me say that again. If you understand the threats that are targeting you, you can assess your risk. You can proceed wisely online. Try to stay safe out there because if you get a little cyber smarter, you get a whole lot cyber safer.